Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pierogi Pals Podcast. My name is Derek, and I'm joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Kirsten. Hi. As always, the theme song to the Pierogi Pals Podcast is brought to you by the Ukrainian Old Timers. You can check them out on iTunes now. Now, back to the show. So, today is a special COVID quarantine edition of our podcast. Uh, We usually go out to pierogi dinners at churches. However, those are been, have been canceled or postponed at the current time. So instead, we had pierogies from the comfort of our own home. Still comfortable enough that we didn't make them ourselves this time. We got them from alternative sources and compared them in a blind taste test. So Derek will never let me get gro- grocery store pierogies because he thinks they're gross. They are gross. This time, though, since we can't go out to get pierogies, we decided to order some to see what they're like from the grocery store. So we have these Pelman food pierogies. They are made with real bacon, apparently. Allegedly. Uh, The flavor is potato with cheddar cheese and bacon. Um, And we compared them with some St. Basil's pierogies that we had in the freezer. The cream of the crop of Edmonton Church pierogies. Yes. Who will emerge victorious? Spoiler alert, it's not Bellman. Anyways, I made the pierogies for Derek, and he... Very appreciative for that. ...did the blind taste test, and we're just going to talk right now about some of the comparisons between the two. Tell me what you think of these pierogies. Wait, first, could you tell them apart? And if so, how? Well, there's... It was a blind taste test, but upon further inspection, with my eyes open, so it wasn't really a blind taste test, I was able to see things. The St. Basil's pierogies are handmade, whereas the Pelman's pierogies are clearly made by a machine that kind of stamps them out, and it gives it a little bit of a a ridged uh, form where they would be pinched shut by fingers usually. So that was one pretty easy way of telling which pierogi was which before it ever went in your mouth. You could also tell because the machine-made ones were very uniform and smooth, whereas the handmade ones were very... Lovingly made with care. Lovingly lumpy. Yes. Diving into the Pelman brand pierogi, the dough I found, it was kind of squishy, which was not really what I was expecting out of dough. I don't know if you encountered that, but... I literally wrote down the opposite. Oh. See, I had it... Like, my first few bites, I it kind of reminded me of, like, poutine cheese, but... Cheese curds is what they're called. Yeah, that's the one. Cheese curds. As a French-Canadian, I should probably know that, but I don't. So, the squeak of it kind of reminded me of that, and also the complete lack of flavor reminded me of nothing, because there was no flavor. I wrote down that... When you pushed your, or when you stabbed them with a fork, they kind of like cracked, the dough cracked around it Hmm. very weirdly. And that, I don't know, they were like thin and machine like. I actually wrote down that the St. Basil's progies were much squishier and doughier, which sounds like it's not a positive, but in this case, it, it is a positive. Well, for me, the dough having like no flavor really took away from its overall dough presence. doesn't have flavor i'm not dough sure what you're like talking dough. about dough should have some sort of of t- 
taste along with the texture that makes sense. And neither of those things were present for me in the Pelman pierogi. There was some uh, evidence of a cheese flavor within it. Uh, The fact that it was cheddar cheese and bacon, uh, the bacon part never reared its head. I, I tasted it. Oh. But it tasted like those awful red, chunky bacon bits from when it's... I don't even know if they make them anymore, but... Oh, uh, they probably still do. Well, I remember having them as a child, and they were awful, and that's what the bacon tasted like. So I thought there was pepper inside of it, and there might have been pepper, but when I looked visually, I saw no evidence of anything that remotely resembled bacon. Overall, though... It was not the worst store-bought pierogi I've ever had. Ugh, they were awful. The pierogies, so it says made with real bacon, but I question whether it was made with real potato because it tasted like powdered potato. It was awful. It's so gross. How do you powder a potato? Well, you take it, and you flash freeze it, and then you hit it with a hammer a bunch of times until it's reduced to like powder. Like a cartoon. Sure. Yeah. Clearly mass-produced, clearly something that's made for people that are not cl- not quite as learned as we are <laughs> in the pierogi tastes and ways. How do they compare to the St. Basil's? Like night and day. Like it's what a pierogi strives to be, the gold standard of pierogi, and then the like Eddie, Eddie the Eagle standard of pierogi. What? You know, the guy who comes in last. No, I don't. Oh, he came in last. Hmm. Yeah. I wrote down, though, that the church ones were had lacked structural integrity because when you tried to cut them, they kind of just smooshed. But I, I mean, that's kind of what a pierogi is meant to be like. It's true. And the dough was much more substantial. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, the flavor was better. We had just cheddar and potato, no bacon. No bacon. But they don't make bacon ones. This is true. Um, but it was, you could taste the cheddar. They used a very strong old cheddar, so you could taste it. And at Easter, we had theirs too, but we had cottage cheese ones, and it, mm-hmm. it tastes like sour cottage cheese and real potato. Yeah. I will add that we had grilled onions with both of these pierogies, and you would think that the grilled onions would at least boost the flavor and help out the, the Pelman pierogies, and it probably did but it still didn't get it anywhere near the upper echelons of pierogi stardom. Yep. I'm not going to eat any more of these. I will likely finish them because food wastage is bad, but yeah. Anything else? Remember, kids, stay in school. No, stay inside. And don't drill a hole in your head. Or if you know any other pierogi dinners that we could go to, let us know. We will write it down and wait for the pandemic to pass and then venture out boldly. If it passes. If and when we ever get out ever again. Stay inside and stay hopeful. So, in these trying, difficult times, Mm -hmm. do you have a joke for us? I do, actually. And the name of this joke is Deep Hole. So... Two guys are walking through the woods one day when they stumble across a big, deep hole. The first guy peers into it and says, wow, that looks deep. The second guy says, it sure does. Let's throw a few pebbles in there and see how deep it is. 
We'll be able to tell the depth by how long it is before we hear the noises of the pebbles landing. So they pick up a few pebbles and throw them in and wait. Nothing. There's no noise. The first guy says, geez, that is really deep. I know. Let's throw one of these great big rocks down there. Those should make a noise. So they pick up a couple football-sized rocks and toss them in the hole and wait. And wait. Again, nothing. They look at each other in amazement. Then the first guy gets a determined look on his face and says, Hey, over here in the weeds, there's a railroad tie. Help me carry it over. When we toss that sucker in, it's gotta make some noise. So the two of them drag the heavy tie over to the hole and heave it in. Once again, not a sound comes from the hole. Suddenly, out of the nearby woods, a goat appears, running like the wind. It rushes toward the men, then right past them, running as fast as its little legs will carry it. Suddenly, it leaps in the air and into the hole. The two men are astonished with what they've just seen and look at each other in amazement. Then, out of the same woods comes a farmer who spots the men and ambles over. He asks them, Hey, you two guys seen my goat out here? The first guy says, You bet we did. Craziest thing I ever saw. It came running like crazy and it just jumped into this hole and disappeared. Nah, says the farmer. That couldn't have been my goat. My goat was chained to a railroad tie. Oh! <laughs>